It's already been a long bye week. Which Miami Hurricanes player is going to break out when ACC play begins? You are Locked on Canes, your daily podcast on the Miami Hurricanes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Saturday. I'm Alex Dono, your host, University of Miami alumnus, longtime South Florida sports radio vet and contributor to allhurricanes.com. And thank you so much to the everydayers for making Locked On Canes your first listen. Avengers, assemble! We come with friends today. We got Hoodie Girl and Chalupa Batman with us. <laughs> let, let me go because Ch- I, I was going to introduce Hoodie Girl first, but Chalupa is like, he's got so much rhythm down there growing up <laughs> at you. Chalupa Batman, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's bye week, so we get to we get to sit back and judge all these other teams today. So, you yeah. know, bye week is great. 4-0. Florida's currently losing. I I feel great. How, how do the rest of the Avengers well, feel? Well, speaking of judging, I felt like Simon Cowell last night when I was watching Louisville <laughs> and NC State because I'm watching. I'm like, we can kill both of those teams, and we they're both on the schedule this year. Hoodie Girl, how you doing? Uh, I'm good. Just woke up about half an hour ago, you know, quickly got ready, <laughs> threw on a hoodie, and I'm here, you know, our usual Saturday uh, routine. Thankfully, it's later in the day. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. And okay, um, I just want to say, for as good as the Miami Hurricanes offense has been so far this year, seventh ranked offense in the country, I think they're still leaving a lot of meat on the bone. Right. Because the offense, it's been uh, we've only really seen the tip of the iceberg when it comes to tight ends being involved in the passing game blocking. They've been awesome. We're still waiting on Miami's theoretically top tight end to get healthy because Elijah Royal hasn't played this year. And the passing game has been excellent, but it's been very reliant on the top three guys with a little bit of Isaiah Horton sprinkled in, but not so much beyond the top three with just a little bit of Horton. So. Uh, I think that there are opportunities. There are opportunities for more playmakers to step up and have an impact after this bye week. So if we can each nominate one, uh, and Hoodie Girl, this is the layup of all layups, okay? (laughs) Which Miami Hurricane player, if you could go defense if you want to, do you think he's really going to step up after this bye week? Can I pick one on offense and one on defense? Sure, yeah. All right. I, I mean, on offense, we kind of discussed this beforehand, and Donna was like, if you don't pick who I think you're going to pick. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, no, I honestly, I would love to see some of our speedsters in space. Like, I'd love Tyler Harrell, obviously. Um, Brashard Smith, I think what he's been doing on kickoff returns, I think we need to get him the ball more, and I'd love to see more yeah. of Ray Ray. So if we can get some of our speedsters in space, I'd love to see that happening. Um, we have obviously Ray, you know, Ray Ray is a true freshman, so I don't know how much he'll get involved, but I would love to see more of Tyler Harrell for sure. Um, and on defense, um, I think we're going to see even more of Ruben Hurricane Bain. Um, he's getting yeah. held like crazy. I'm hoping once we get into ACC play, maybe some of this will get called more, but he's such a monster. We've already seen it in the first four weeks, so I can't wait to see more of him. What about you, Chalupa? So on offense, I'm going to go with true freshman tight end Riley Williams. Now, I know we we haven't seen the, the tight end room really explode yet as far as pass catching goes. But like Dono said, we've seen Cam McCormick and Riley do really, really well blocking. Like they're they're just an extra set of offensive tackles at this point when we put them in the formation. I think he's earned himself 
some routes, some play designs. And also Shannon Dawson is going to want to utilize that that room. There is the talent there. Riley Williams has the size. He has the speed. He's got really good hands. And I think he's just going to become that safety blanket for TVD. And then once Arroyo gets back, you'll probably see a little bit more two tight end sets with them two as, as pass catchers. But I do think we reward the young freshman with a, a couple targets per game. He is still a matchup nightmare. I know he's young, but he is a matchup problem. So I he's think we see Riley. He's an athletic specimen. Yeah, he yes, he is. He's a, he, he's, for his age, he has no business being yeah. that good. And then on defense, Joshua Horton at, at defensive tackle. We've seen him get some reps in these first few games. That young man is big. I, I don't really know how else to say it in, in, a, in, a, in a better way. He's just a huge young man. And we, we need the depth in the middle as well. We've seen them moving Ruben Bain around in the inside. I, I'm guessing, to Hoodie Girl's point, I think we're going to see him on the outside more consistently. So let's get young Joshua Horton in there in the middle so he can take some snaps off of guys like Moten and Thomas Gore and Branson Dean. And you want to develop that depth up front because you want to be able to rotate guys in and out. So I think we see Horton a little bit more. That's well said. And I like what Hoodie Girl said about speedsters on offense. And that's why I'm going with Ray Ray Joseph because we're we're seeing him. I think the workload is just slightly increasing each week. And I think he's going to be ready to blow up at some point during ACC play. And if I'm Shannon Dawson, the best ways to keep defenses off balance. I mean, he definitely has good balance, creativity and his play calling and play design. But you're seeing what the Miami Dolphins have been doing this oh. year in your city. If you can turn your offense into a track team, it just makes it so difficult for opponents to keep up with. And Ray Ray Joseph, uh, obviously for him being a true freshman, he's still just getting a little bit more comfortable and adapting to the college speed. At some point, the game is really going to slow down for him. We've already seen Ray Ray so far this year catch, you know, six passes for 36 yards. You know, some of those kind of look more like running plays than passing plays yeah. with those shovel passes. But uh, I think you're going to see Ray Ray get more involved as the season goes on. I could say similar things about Chris Johnson, uh, although well, he's just got he's got so much depth in front of him at running yeah. back. I just I don't know how many meaningful snaps he's going to get, but find ways to get that dude on the field. And then on on defense, uh, I'm going to get a little bit more creative because uh, the two of you did a great job with your nominees, and I completely co-sign on the names <laughs> you brought up. But I'm going to throw some love to Jaden Wayne, um, you well, know, because I, I, I think we all in his, D line. Yeah, and for good reason, right? Because <laughs> yeah. Miami's D-line, uh, first of all, they've required depth because you've had some injuries on the D-line. Now, even if guys start to get healthier, that's a position group where there's a lot of opportunity for rotation. And, you know, Wayne, he's got the size, he's got the athleticism, he's got the prowess, and, you know, he went to – uh, one of the most competitive high school football programs in the country at IMG Academy. So there's a little bit less of an adaptation for him to the speed of the game. We've seen some good stuff already in limited snaps for him. I think we're going to start seeing Wayne more throughout the year. And, um, you know, when it comes to your defense, guys, um, you know, Miami should beat Georgia Tech. I don't take any opponent for granted. And I will say that, okay, Georgia's, Georgia Tech's defense is it's as bad as you think it is but their offense is a lot better than you realize, okay? They're number 17 in the country right now in total offense, and that includes the number 24 passing offense in the country. And Chalupa, like if there's one area on defense where Miami's been, let's say, less than perfect so far, 
it's been in pass coverage. And Haynes King and the Yellow Jackets are off to a great start. We talked about it a little bit after, you know, the last couple of games where it's like, you know, we just want to see things tightened up really right in the secondary because there's been one or two blown coverages. Well, I'm not trying to scare anyone, but I'll just read off a few numbers. 17.9, Those are averages per catch for some of these receivers at Georgia Tech. Mm. They do have an explosive offense. They do like to push the ball down the field. Gone are the old days of the triple option from the Yellow Jackets. They've, right. Thank God. they've actually got a functional <laughs> offense now. So right. this will be a game where it's really important that we're going to have Cam Kinchins back in the secondary, make sure everyone understands their assignments. These small blown coverages have not hurt us yet because we haven't really played anyone that can be can burn us in a situation like that, especially a quarterback. Georgia Tech has a little bit of explosivity on offense, so we want to tighten up that back end. It's not like we're making a ton of mistakes in the secondary. I'm not trying to come down on the corners or anything. There's just those one or two per game, but you can't have that. That swings the momentum. That flips field position. It does a lot of different things other than just giving up six. So having our captain back in the at the back end is going to be huge because, you know, we, we shut down that. Their running game isn't that impressive. They've got a no. couple guys that, that, that tote the rock pretty good. But what they've made their money off the deep ball this year. So we got to make sure we don't let them behind us play assignment football and then punch them in the mouth on the other side. What do you think about that Georgia Tech matchup, Hoodie Girl? Um. I'm going to kind of build off of what Chalupa said, and I agree with that. I think uh, we did have some blown coverages in some games, but if you look at our Texas A&M game, we didn't really have that, and that would probably be the best uh, uh, opponent we faced. I think guys are kind of just keeping their eyes in the backfield a little too much when we've been playing some of these like lesser opponents. Um, yeah. And I know when we played Temple, there was, a, there was a couple of miscues, and I think a few of those were because of just the wet ground and us slipping. Um, so to that point, obviously Cam being back, but I think a big part of this game is going to be our D line and getting to the quarterback and not allowing their quarterback to have time to make those downfield throws. I think Cam being back is going to be, make a big difference in the coverage of our secondary, uh, because he's like the field general having him and James, you know, back there at safety. Um, but yeah, I think, I think the biggest part is going to be our D-line getting to the quarterback. How much can our D-line wreak havoc to their offensive line and getting to King? Um, because I, I'm, I'm really not that concerned about our offense. Yeah, yeah. So coming up next, um, Tyler Van Dyke, as we've talked about on this show, is currently the top-graded quarterback in the entire country. But he and his team are not getting the type of national attention you might expect after a solid 4-0 start. So, honestly, what would it take for Tyler Van Dyke to win the Heisman Trophy this year? You want to keep it locked right here. We are only getting started on Locked on Canes. And, guys, oh, I am only getting started on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs has you locked down and locked in because these days every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. People will see it, believe me. Then simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. 
It's all why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Thank you so much for making locked on canes. Your first listen today. We're available free wherever you get your podcasts and available free on YouTube. Alex Dono alongside hoodie girl and Chalupa Batman. The Avengers assemble this Saturday. Uh, okay, before we talk about TVD's uh, potential Heisman candidacy, uh, I, I want to throw a couple stats at you guys here because um, you remember how just how bad Miami was last year, which was painful. Yes. Okay, how yes. bad the defense was, how completely terrible the offense was last year. Uh, Hoodie Girl, I'll start with you. Which stat is more surprising so far this year, given how bad Miami was last year? That the Miami Hurricanes Hurricanes have the seventh-ranked total offense in the country or that they have the second-ranked rushing defense right now in the country? Which of those surprises you more? I mean, that's tough because our offense was so bad last year. Um, I honestly, I expected our run game to be better with the uh, upgrades that we had on the offensive line. Um but I mean, not that I'm saying I'm surprised by TVD because we saw flashes of this is, you know, when he was under Lashley. So we knew he could do it. Um, but the, the steps that our receivers have taken with Kevin Beard to be as efficient as they have yeah. been. I mean, obviously not perfect. Um, and and making some great catches that Colby Young catch against Temple was amazing. Um so I'm gonna have to go with with the passing. I I, I expected our run defense, to, our run offense, to be good because of all of the upgrades to the offensive line. So TVD is definitely showing um, why he was so good under the right offense. And can you imagine if he decides to stay next year? Mm. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> for for me, I'd say the defense. I I, I know we we definitely did expect the offense to be better because Dawson has a better system, a more creative system. And we knew once we hired coach Kevin Beard, we all just had that feeling that, okay, the, the receiver room will turn itself around. Coach KB is a heck of a receiver coach. And the way he holds receivers accountable is, is what leads to that development that, that we all like to see, but our defense being this stingy so far this yeah. year, I, I think that's a bit of a surprise. Our linebacker play was good last year, but I do think it left a little bit to be desired. And then the depth we had up front on, on the defensive line coming into this year, I, I don't think anyone would have said our, our, our run defense would have been this dominant. Um, you kept hearing it before the season. Some of the transfer defensive linemen were too small. We won't be able to... We won't be able to stuff the run up the middle because our defense. We don't have that big Vince Wilfork. We don't have Donald. How many times did you oh. did you get that question? Yeah, I feel silly. I feel silly about it now. Yeah, you know it's it, and it's something I kept bringing up too. You know, yeah. every time a big defensive tackle hit the portal, we we were all saying we need a run stuffer. Yeah. We had run stuffers at home and we didn't even know it. <laughs> so I I think that's been a a, a pleasant surprise that the defensive line has held up against the run so good this year without an insane amount of blitzing. Gidry does like to bring pressure, but he also sometimes will just leave four out there and tell those four guys, 
get it done. And we've seen how bad they're being held up front. The sacks will come. But as far as just run-stuffing ability, I am pleasantly surprised with, with what we've seen from the defense so far. I like it. I lean slightly to being a little bit more surprised uh, by the offense, uh, just given that certain things we've seen, especially from Jacoby George, who's been so awesome. It's like, I knew he was a pretty good player. Um, I, I didn't think he would, you know, do what he did against Texas A&M scoring those three touchdowns. I mean, that was an incredible performance. Uh, you know, I'm a little bit less surprised by Xavier Restrepo because I, I knew that he had this in him and he and TBD have that connection. And Colby Young has expectedly been really, really good so far. Um, and yeah, listen, maybe I should have seen it coming because of the way they rebuilt the offensive line and the depth in the running back room. Uh, but even in that first game against Miami, Ohio, I know a lot of Canes fans were like, I still don't know about that offense yeah. vertical. Yeah. But then since that opening game, they've gone vertical left and right. So, yeah, to me, I think being the seventh ranked offense in the country probably surprises me a little bit more. Now, um, I just talk about the and maybe this is deserved by the fact that they went five and seven last year, but. Miami's still not getting a whole lot of attention. And I know the, the Florida State trolls that show up in our mentions every week are like, you guys haven't played anybody. Eh, I live in my mom's basement. I watch games. You guys haven't. What are you talking about? Beating Bethune-Cookman? You beat uh, another team called Miami? What is that? Was that a rugby team? What did you beat? You know, uh, uh, let me say this, okay? Um, the team that Miami beat, the, the quality win Miami does have against Texas A&M, it's funny because Texas A&M, I see getting talked about as a college football playoff contender by the national media with no mention of the team that soundly beat them a couple weeks ago. So that, that's what I funny say when I works. talk about Miami flying under the radar and not getting that kind of respect. And then, you know, Tyler Van Dyke being the top graded quarterback in the country right now per pro football focus, he still, you know, isn't getting talked about understandably the way that a Caleb Williams does or even a, a Michael Penix or even a you know Shador Sanders like he's not being brought up in a lot of these conversations despite the fact that he's off to a great start so for Tyler Van Dyke to actually be a true contender to win the Heisman Trophy now he's already won the Dono Heisman <laughs> I, mean, I, I kid I kid I kid but you know as far as getting that kind of national attention I think Miami's going to have to go, you know, 13 and 0 because I think that the Heisman is after the uh, the conference championship game. So you'd probably have to go 13 and 0 and punch your ticket to the college football playoff for him to really be taken seriously. Hoodie girl, I'll start with you. What would it take for Tyler Van Dyke, who's off to a great start, to actually be a Heisman Trophy winner this year? Um, I first just want to say that if this was last year, we're three and one at best. Yeah. Um, we don't bounce back from that AM game with those those the muff punt and the block punt. It's just a completely different attitude on the sideline. That AM game was way more lopsided than the score looks. People don't give us enough credit for that AM game and how we bounce back with the early adversity. And with their starting quarterback going down for the rest of the season, I feel like we're not going to get the credit we deserve unless Max Johnson is as good as Connor Wegman is. Mm. Um, so there's that. Um, also, I, I, I'd rather run under the radar. We don't deserve the attention, uh, especially because of last year, until we really prove it. We've done what we've supposed to do the first four games. We beat a ranked team. We beat, uh, you know, two G5 schools and then an FCS school. But we won in convincing fashion. And that's what we should do. 
That's what we should be doing. So should we get national attention for that? No, I don't think we should. We don't deserve the national attention. We're not, I, we're not a college football playoff contender until we prove that we are. But for in order for TVD to get Heisman, you know, consideration, he's got to show out and we've got to win every game. I mean, um, talk about, I think if, oh, sorry. if I think right. if we do really well this year and we go like nine and three, maybe 10 and two, um, and he comes back next year, I think we hear his name in preseason, preseason Heisman talk. What do you think, CB? I, before I say what he has to do to win, he should at least be in the conversation. Now, we can't get in the room. J.J. McCarthy's on the list. We can't yeah. at least get in the yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's played enough to at least, when they put a top 10 list out, get, get my boy in there at 10. And he's played good enough so far this year. But to actually win it, I do agree with you guys. I, I think... Four four thousand yards, forty touchdowns, no less, no no more than nine interceptions. And you got to beat and, Florida State too. And we and we have to. You got to win we, the big we game. We need those yeah. because he doesn't have the Heisman hype. He would need Heisman moments. He would need to beat Florida State. Yeah. He would need to beat Clemson. He would need to beat Louisville. He would need to beat um, North Carolina. It, he would need moments more so than validation. Uh, Caleb Williams is playing for validation for his season. Uh, every week he yeah. does what he does. They go, oh, yeah, we knew. Uh, TBD has to kick open the door and then let, and then he has to be allowed to still stay in the room. He can Me kick open the door die. now, but they're just going to close <laughs> it and say no. So I, I, I think he needs big moments. He needs us being down. 21-3 against North Carolina, and then he puts up 404 TDs in the second half. Just because we as a team have flown under the radar, because a lot of that stuff is what have you done for me lately, and unfortunately, when it comes to us, it's not what have you done for me lately, it's what did you do last year. Yeah. So uh, no matter what we do, they're, they're going to continue to go back to last year. That's why my theme is show them who we are for this year. TVD is going to have to show them. He's not going to get handed any weekly awards or any anything because they're, they're, for one person that says he's doing this, they're going to say, yeah, but he's played blah. You don't hear that for a lot of these other Heisman contenders. Again, J.J. McCarthy is in the room. So I think he would have to have these moments, these these. The, those photo finishes, those, you know, Carson Palmer diving for the end zone and getting helicoptered and leading USC back with a banged up offensive line. Like, and you, you, you see like our brains can remember oh, the play. He true. would need those just because we as a team don't have the hype. His Heisman hype would have to come from self. It would have to come from massive individual performances and he's capable of them for sure. We've, We've seen this offense can explode, and it can explode quickly. People keep saying we didn't put up 70 against Bethune-Cookman. If you watch that that game, if Shannon Dawson wanted to continue to throw bombs, we would have put up 100. Right. There's no reason to. Uh, but I do think he can contend on paper. Whether or not they'll allow him in the room depends on those moments. And I also I want to make something abundantly clear, and I know that both Hoodie Girl and Chalupa know this. I just want to say this on record. Um, Tyler Van Dyke, I guarantee you, he cares more about competing for an ACC oh, championship. 100%. And for I just I just need to put that out there. Yeah. I, need to, I need to put sure. that into a He's universe. <laughs> 
because he yes, yeah. you're, you're right. You're right. He, he cares more about the team goals and the wins and the, the team, you know, trophies you could win like an ACC championship, which you're obviously, uh, you're, you're tied in the loss column for the lead in the ACC right now. Uh, and you know, potential national championship. Those are Tyler's aspirations, not Heisman. It's a fun thing for us to talk about. Uh, and when we come back, I want to ask Hoodie Girl and Chalupa, same question I asked Larry Bluestein yesterday about how your expectations for Miami have changed based on the first four games. So you want to keep it locked right here on Locked on Canes. Oh, we're heading into another NFL Sunday. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So friends, uh, you know, I, I gave my take on it yesterday. I asked Larry Bluestein about it. If, you know, based on the start, because a lot of people didn't have Miami beating Texas A&M. They did it. They're 4-0. Has your win-loss prediction changed from preseason to now? Because I've, and actually I did pick Miami to beat Texas A&M preseason. Still, it's not really about the wins and losses. It's about how much more solid the team has looked to me. So I have upped my prediction from 8-4 and four to nine and three Chalupa I'll start with you has your opinion changed on the overall outlook of the year mine mine changed by one game I would say so I had them losing three games when I did my initial prediction I had them losing uh North Carolina uh Clemson Florida State actually no I, I take it back I had them losing four North Carolina mm, Florida State yeah, same with me uh Louisville Clemson mm. I think we beat Louisville now uh, I, I'm not too, not that I'm not worried about that game, but uh, I, I would say if I had to redo my prediction now, I'd chalk that one as a win. Um, I'd still need to see a little bit more to say I, I would drastically change my my opinion, but I am a little bit more optimistic, obviously, because we, we, we've seen it. So I am more optimistic, and I do think I would definitely change one of those, and I, I got us beating Louisville and earning that first Snellenberger trophy, too. I like it. What about you, Hoodie Girl? I had us going seven and five preseason, but I had us beating AM. Not mm. necessarily because I thought we would improve, Same. but more so because I thought AM was still going to be terrible. Right. Um, I definitely think we'll we should win more games than seven now. And it's not only because we've like seemed a lot better than we were last season, but some of the teams that we were playing where I thought those would be 50-50 games don't look as good. Yeah. I mean, the Louisville NC State game last night was like a snoozer. That's set football back like 60 years. I, just, I was I had it on my phone at work. I, I would I would turn it on if I was like, you know, documenting or whatever. And I'm just like, what is this nonsense? Um, so like those were two games that I had as 50-50 games. And I'm like, I think we we have a better chance at winning those than 50-50, especially Louisville's at home. Uh so never discount, you know, being at home. Um so I mean, I, I think eight and four is reasonable now, maybe even nine and three. If you ask me this question after the UNC game, it may change. I'll be at the Chapel Hill game. Um, but if we can beat UNC on the road and look good doing it, this is an if. I mean, Drake May is That's obviously great. Um, if we can win that game, I might change my predictions again. But I think 7-5 and five is a little too 
disrespectful at this point now. I, I think I think I, I think I think we're gonna be better than that now. But I mean, I'm going off of what I saw last season when I made these predictions. So um, I didn't have a lot of faith, and you know, two brand new coordinators coming in. I I mean, you can't blame me, but I like what I'm seeing so far. So I mean, I think eight and four is the floor for us. Um, but I, I think we could do better if we keep playing like we have been. I just want to do well enough that like certain Miami alumni can just like take a week off from Colorado and just put on our gear for like one week. We, like, just, just take a week we, off. We, Listen, we, Michael Irvin, Michael Irvin is my favorite cane of all time. Yeah. One, because he's a cane, but also because he was also a cowboy. And I'm a huge Alice oh, Cowboys yeah, that's fan. Right. We won't You're talk about how my fan. last weekend yeah. went. Between fantasy football and the Cowboys, I'm like, um but so i was just like i mike i'm like please just throw throw on a um shirt and get on instagram live or something just just show me that you still love us like i know you're i know you're just you know Mm -hmm. hyping up your boy dion they play together on the cowboys and the two of them are buds so like i understand you want to go support him and do all these things but like you're not a buff, man. You're 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 a cane. So I I just need some reassurement. I still love you, yeah. but I just need some reassurement. <laughs> and you summed it up so well, because like, um, I, I I didn't like you know I some people are like oh this guy's dead to me now. I'm not I'm not crazy. No. I, I still I no, still love Michael Irvin. Like just like and I get it. He and Dion are really close friends. I think uh, I, I think Irvin is the godfather to one of Dion kid Dion's kids or multiple. I whatever the situation. I get it. They're really really close, but just. Show us a little bit of love, man. That's all I'm asking for. Just show us some love. The way The Rock did, because The Rock showed Colorado love, and then yes. he started hyping up Miami recruits he, on Twitter. Just he show us some he love. tweeted about Armando Blunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. He did. That was I cool. feel like he got the um, message. Just yeah. say y'all. I, I, just say y'all. Yeah, I just, just say y'all. I, say I love me. Michael Irvin, so <laughs> I just need a little reassurance, man. Just have a Miami shirt, or even a Miami hoodie. Throw on a Miami yeah. hoodie. Show us some love, yeah. just to reassure us. I'm totally, I'm totally cool with you supporting your boy Dion. You know, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, but you're a cane, bro. Just to show that you're bleeding that orange I'll, and green. I'll tell man. you That's how all I feel I about need. this. Shout out to Andre all Johnson. I need. That's how I feel about it. Best receiver in Miami history, Andre Johnson. <laughs> no, but I, I don't fault him for for you know wanting to help his his buddy out. Yeah. Just yeah. y'all. Y'all, yeah, not we. Y'all. y'all, not we. Y'all, we are are are, are you? Y'all. Shout out to Vince Wilford. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all I want. Exactly. But no, uh, all jokes aside, yeah, he's still a cane. Um, yeah. You just want to see not him doing. Let's get those rumors. I'm glad you brought that up because I, I, I oh, yeah. forgot. No, they're yeah. not banned from campus. So, so Can we I'm glad you that? brought that up because I had meant to address that on a recent episode. So there was just some like completely unfounded internet rumor from some some guy. Like I, I don't know who Cameron is or even like what team he covers, but like some some random dude on YouTube tried to start the. I think he follows Colorado. I think he's a Colorado guy. He tried to start this rumor where he's like, oh. And Michael Irvin and Warren Sapp have been banned from Miami. Completely untrue. Like, there's there's no truth to that not, whatsoever. The best canes. part is they wrote Miami canes. University. Yeah, that's right. And so every, that's all the Canes fans in the comments are like, they don't want to go to Ohio anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. No, they're, yeah. they're, they're still Canes. I mean, and to the fans out there, you know, don't don't give them too much nonsense. They're, they're still Canes. At yeah. the end of the day, they're just trying to support their, their buddy who also kind of feels like the world's against him. 
So they're just yeah. they, they they just got his back. I just I just would like a little bit of uh, uh vocabulary yes. adjustment. <laughs> y'all <laughs> that's all i'm asking for oh, but no uh shout out to the playmaker though man uh we love you and you are you are still a cane don't forget that yeah, he's, he's easily like a top 50 receiver all time in miami hurricane he's my history. favorite football player ever, <laughs> all time <laughs> just behind lance leggett yeah next, yeah. listen next time i come on the show i'm wearing my cowboys michael Irvin jersey okay okay show a little well, one of them i have a few <laughs> I love it. Well, we'll end it on that note. Huge, the thanks. One. Huge <laughs> thanks to Hoodie Girl. And actually, Hoodie Girl, uh, when's the next time we're going to see you on the Buckets pod? Oh, yeah. Um. So our next Buckets pod is going to be Wednesday. We're actually, I'm pretty like pretty sure, like 90% sure that we're going to actually have a pre-record that we're going to release because we're going to be interviewing someone that y'all aren't going to want to miss. Mm. Um. And just with availability, we're going to pre-record that. So that may drop. And then we're going to have a show Wednesday night. I'm currently working on getting one of the best former Miami Hurricanes basketball players on the show. Um, I'm in contact with this person. It may not be this week, but just so you know, I, I will be verbal diarying all over Twitter when this is confirmed because he's one of my favorite players of all time. So I am super excited. So I can't wait to announce it. It's just not confirmed yet. But Wednesday night, 7 o'clock, and there will also be a pre-record. Awesome. I love it. And what about you, uh, Chalupa? Because you've done an awesome job interviewing recruits and you're part of the uh, you're part of the You Heard pod as well. When's the next time we can see you? Uh, I'll have another video dropping Tuesday with a cane commit that I'm recording this weekend, an offensive lineman. Not going to say any names because I don't want to jinx it. Um, Vernell Brown, the four star receiver, high priority target for us in 2025. That one um, is on the channel right now. Uh, I've got and a Kevin Beard. Shared, Kevin Beard shared yes. that, which is so cool. Coach Kevin Beard shared that. I didn't really know what to do about that information. I was just kind of like, uh, um, it was really cool. Uh, he he spoke glowingly of Coach Kevin Beard too, um, and the offense. So uh, Chalupa Batman on YouTube, you'll find all of them, or really funny videos, and and you'll you'll have fun with that too. But you'll find all the interviews I do with recruits. You heard pods. Tuesdays and Thursdays, locked on Canes every day, no matter if I'm and on catch or not. halftime show shows uh, uh, for Canes games. Oh, oh yeah, halftime show. I, I forget things. Halftime shows. I was during- just talking, <laughs> so I, it's fresh for me. During the season, we do Chalupa and Friends, uh, their halftime show. Uh, Dono, next next away game. I want to get you on. Okay, um, let's do it. I yeah, know you're in the booth yeah. during the home games. Yeah, they, um, that, that'd be perfect. Chalupa, you should game. do Avengers Assemble halftime yeah, show. Yeah, I, I just that that's what just blinged. Uh, yeah, next away game. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Chalupa Batman on YouTube. You'll find me somehow. Well, next away game I'm going to be at, so it, it probably uh, won't be. We'll, you can we'll, have Dono, we'll, but we'll, I'll be at North we'll, Carolina. So gotcha. oh, <laughs> we shall assemble the one after that then. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate everybody for taking time to watch and listen. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit the thumbs up button, hit the like button, subscribe to our channel. If you listen to the audio version, which is awesome, take us with you wherever you go. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, Google, wherever you get your pods. And we will talk to you again next time on another episode of Locked on Canes, part of the awesome Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.